Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, you need energy efficiency when you're hosting a podcast, but you also need energy efficiency if you want the most out of your windows and doors. And I'm on Pella's website right now. You look at it. How about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. It's big time right there. For more information on how Pella can make your home more comfortable and energy efficient, Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good pals at Runza. You know, Nebraska football and Runza just go together like, oh, I don't know, Scott Frost and Matt Davis and Jason Peter and Grant Wistrom and Turner Gill and Mike Rozier. They just go hand in hand. They're a great combination. And combinations make life better. And Runza makes it all better including my personal favorite combo, the cheese runza and large order French fries. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's the best combo to hit the Midwest since Bob Devaney and Johnny Rogers. Johnny the Jet. Here's what you do. Put that cheese runza in your right hand. Get the fries in your left hand. You start working both hands. Just working both hands. Great, great balance. Ambidextrous, delicious. You know what you got to do. So get to runza and get your cheese runza and French fries game right. And tell them your pal, your buddy, Nick Ba. Sent you. Okay. Uh, spring game in the book. Red-white game. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, yours truly and my my best friend on earth, the former black shirt, the former first-team All-Big 12 linebacker, Bo Rude, we sat down and we recapped this bad boy. Uh, talked about a bunch of different things with the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, uh, lots to dive into with a little spring game recap pod. So here it is. Yours truly, Bo Root. Chatting it up. Enjoy. All right. Here we are. It is uh, Saturday, May 1st, 4.30 in the afternoon. The spring game just concluded, what, like two hours ago? Bo Root is in the building do we even touch on the big news in your life for a second, or do we just go straight to the spring game? I think it, people need to know in case like they just hear a thud and I fall asleep during this recording. <laughs> you look good. So for people who don't know, Bo Rude just became a father on April 23rd. 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. A little baby girl, Belle, and... I was nervous on whether I was going to be able to get you for the spring game recap or or what. So, I mean, how are you feeling? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've uh, joined the dad club. Yes, you're in the club now. I was uh, a long holdout, as uh, all my friends <laughs> know and family, but I decided it was time to formally join that. You're in. Uh, you're in the club. Yeah, but it, it's, yeah, we're, we're going on a week now, and I think all the the dads out there know that the first week is it's something. And so I'm, I'm, I'm learning the new schedule that you live as a dad. You, 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 you said something before we started. You're like, does it, it gets like, 
Normal. It normalizes, right? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a different universe now. Yeah, it, your, your day is it's in two hour increments in, around feeding, sleeping, and tr- like just surviving. It's it's a very weird world you enter in, and you're not really prepared for it. No. Well, that's what even you know when we we went out a couple weeks ago and we were talking because the baby was coming and all that stuff, and it was like. Now that you've had it, you realize, like, you kind of can't... There's nothing I could have ever said to you yes. that could have mentally prepared you for the the jubilation and the joy. <laughs> and then there's also nothing that could have prepared you for anything else. Like, No, it's weird. I asked my, my all my friends for advice, and I felt like collectively there was, like, nobody could come up with anything. Because it's like, I think you need to go through it to realize something happens, your life completely changes, yes. and you just... It's survive. It's the most life-altering moment. Isn't it weird? Like, in an instant. You go home, and it's like, just survive the day. Just get through the day. I've never had to, to live like that. Because you think of parenting. <laughs> when I think of parenting, I think of every 90s sitcom of, like, Carl and Eddie and being yeah. like, son, you need to work at Rachel's place and put in a good 9 to 5. So <laughs> Carl Winslow. Uh, who Son. else was a dad? Uh, well, Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner, yeah. Really, uh, all the dad, like Jesse, Uncle Jesse, Joey, and and uh, Danny were all were all kind of dads. So they all had dad moments of teaching. Yeah, Danny did the probably the most teaching. Uncle Jesse was just picking up <laughs> chicks, right? Have mercy, dude. Have think mercy. Of, think of the odd dad. Did he bring a lot of chicks back to the crib? That's, I think, think, he think was, about living with. He was sneaking them upstairs, so he'd sneak them up. <laughs> but the, the part, the hard part, was the kids' bedrooms are right next to Uncle Jesse's. Do you so, realize Michelle, Michelle, <laughs> Stephanie, and DJ's rooms were across the hall hey, from Jester. <laughs> hey, Mister. So Uncle Jesse is sneaking fleezies upstairs. Think about, think about you living in my house with my two kids now, and then you having the audacity to bring. Chicks home. Yeah, Mame was like, like, "Who's that girl? Who's this that... girl here? What's happening?" Uh, that's a fleazy, honey. Yeah, oh, don't worry about her. You'll Mame. never see don't her. Again. Don't, don't worry about her. But yeah, you have, to, you have to explain things. That's a weird. That's a weird scenario. You know, who the ultimate dad is is probably Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil was had a lot of dad moments, but it was more like slapping Will upside the head. Yeah, that's good though. That's good dad behavior, right? That's <laughs> that's everything I know about. That's everything I know about parents. But I guess what I was saying is, you think of becoming a parent, and you think of all these like big teaching moments of explaining different values and virtues and different things you need to be in this world. And man, a lot of it is just like get through the day. Okay. What do you have in your mouth? I mean, like Mac the other day, I took my eyes on for five seconds. I turned around, he found a house plant and had dirt. Like the amount of dirt that was in his mouth was astronomical. You just, I mean, you get through the day, but that's it. That's, that's what I've learned in a week. And uh, I, oh. I think I understand that night and the advice tried to be given. I guess. I, I mean, really wait, I know advice. I felt bad. I wanted to give you something, but like. I, I understand. Now you get it, right? I understand. That's so. what it is. It's, it's, it's nothing. But so you're, so you're level up. Because I was worried about you. You're a big sleeper. I mean, you're a huge sleep fan. A huge fan of sleep. It's, uh, it's something that I'm, I'm going to try to get reacquainted with one day. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm doing. I got a, good, a pretty good last night. Uh, so I'm I'm ready for the podcast. Okay, I'm here. Okay, I'm enthused. Well, okay. Last thing for like, are you now 
Are you now going to turn to the sauce, the coffee? I've avoided the coffee this week, but wow. I'll eventually – I'll dabble. I cannot I, – how you – I mean, the things I would do for a cup of coffee. <laughs> okay. Trust me. <laughs> I would do anything for a cup of coffee. Okay. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I mean, it's uh, – that little girl is adorable. I mean, uh, Courtney, your wife's doing well. It's just uh, – it's exciting. Yeah. It is an exciting time. Um, it's also Kool-Aid time because the spring game just got over. Time for um, well, so Frost heading into it. I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard and and dangerous tell to us every the elephant well, hold in the room. On, tell us about on. this elephant. Did you tell me about the elephant? But it's hard to take anything from a spring game when it's normal format. You know what I mean? It's really hard when they're thudding up and they're not tackling in the first half. So. You already go into it with like, okay, don't don't overreact to anything. And it, I think we need to preface everything with like, there's really not a lot you can take from that first half. Or what do you? I mean, I, I, here's the, the other format. Point. Thoughts on the format? I are kids he, soft these days? And he, that one, yeah. So here's what kind of takes the wind from your sails for me is like, I was geared up for this kind of you so, know so was i the tunnel walk and yeah all that you're stuff. like okay like, okay and then all the you know then they run the first three plays and it's not even thud it's like air tag <laughs> and you kind of go like the wind is just like you're you're on the the sailboat just like oh it just goes down there's yes. no wind right? right and so the wind's out of our sails we're playing tag and it's like yeah so it's unfortunate because I, I and I understand why they're doing it because right. let's be real, do not touch Adrian Martinez right never now. and especially after today I'll have more reasons why I say that but guys like that it's just not worth the spectacle of the spring ball to get a, to get those guys hurt to even attempt to get those guys hurt is stupid right now so I understand it there's more pressing needs like winning games in the fall than right. putting on a show right now so yes. I understand, but I just want to preface that my, you know, I, I had my juices flown, and it's hard to it's hard to get hyped once you start seeing it's it's not even like hard thud. It's like it's tag off like you do a normal practice. Yeah, I mean, and so that's the thing. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Don't if on a, in terms of tackling and making it live on a variety of fronts, you risk injury. You risk injury to critical pieces yeah. that you maybe lack depth in certain spots that you can't afford. You also I, something I don't think the coaches think about that I do because I'm in the media and I know how fans in the media think. There's also an element of like saving saving the media and the fans from itself of of basically going overboard on on thinking a player is great or thinking a player is bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yep. it's like in some ways making it a thud is a two birds one stone thing. You don't tackle so you're not going to get hurt and you don't tackle so it makes it even more impossible to anoint someone the second yeah. coming of the greatest player of all time or write someone off like they're the worst player of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess the only the only aspect that I would have liked I've always wanted people to do this this has been my dream scenario you got a dream spring game for me oh baby do I dream about give it, it. I bet you do it looks good and I dream <laughs> about it, it no. um, I've always wanted to do it where you elect a captain or like this coach and this coach and you literally draft your team like it's you go pick like, for pick. Like the all-star, like the NBA like all-star all game kind of yeah. does? Yeah. You're, it's it's pick for pick, and there's, you know, Ooh. hundreds of – there's 150 people, so you're picking 70 guys. So every pick, like you're probably going quarterback, 
first. If you take Adrian first, Ooh. then you're taking like, oh, Ooh, maybe I that want... Could, that could ruin some friendships. Well, then I want Cam Taylor Britt second. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It shows you. It would be exciting. Here's what it, uh, it also shows you, like the team, like, oh, this is kind of where you are. This where, is this where we see you, stuff. you know? Yeah. Might hurt some feelings. But also, like, if you did that and then the teams would truly be fair. And so, like, right now, like, they, it's like the ones and twos are on the reds. It's like, what are we doing? Like, what do you mean? Like, there's just not Refresh enough my memory because I used to go to spring games and I was more interested in, like, you know, drinking beer than I was actually like assessing and digesting yeah. the spring games. So like, I can't say I remember any of your spring games really. God, I can barely remember. I mean, but, so like, <laughs> but did you guys, were you guys going ones versus ones and going at it? I, so I, so this was my, uh, red shirt sophomore year. Um, I was in kind of a position battle with Steve Octavian and I got put on the twos. Ooh. And I remember, like, we were pl- we were playing. Though. I played every snap, basically, that right. game. I played a ton of snaps. But, like, you know, it wasn't like ones and twos are on. The, like, we were – if you were a two, you were – or if you weren't the for sure one, you were going to be on the second squad. And so I, I do remember there were some more competitive ones. And then some years they, they – it just kind of depends. Like, I feel like the last ten years it's been way more stacked. Like, where it's like the, the starters – it's like there's not even a chance, right? right. Where right. it used to be, I remember sometimes like the white team used to win, right? Like the red versus white, and it was always like the whites were the twos, or sometimes it was like first offense, uh, for, and second defense were on the reds, right? So you right. would you could mix and match there. I just think if you really if you ever did the draft thing, it would it would hype play, it up, and it would be so but fun to watch. It would be, but here's the hard part too: is just because. I think some people look at this and think, well, this is what they've been doing all spring. You've got to be kidding me. No, they've tackled. They've had a yeah. physical spring. So you can't necessarily overreact to one thing and, and, and say this is what's been happening for the entire spring. So I don't know. I mean, so I think we've wasted a bunch of time here. Like, the format makes it hard. Yeah, and it's just, I think it's not as much fun when you're right. not tackling. So do we want to start with the quarterbacks then? Well... Because I thought Martina – Because okay, let me put it to you this way. I think with the way the format was, about the only thing you can kind of take away is the passing game. Kind of. And that Adrian Martinez looks faster. He looks better. He looks like he's got his first step back. Like, Tell I me he does he looked... not look like a legitimate step fat. Like that – Yes. Even the other practice I went to, I didn't see it as much as today I saw him looking like elusive, actually. Agree. Agree. He looked I, – I thought he looked pretty good today. I thought he looked good. Um, in 35-mile-an-hour winds, too. I mean, they'd go yeah. to, like – they'd go to Damon on the sidelines and, like, guys' hats would be flying. <laughs> it's like, sorry, down here, Bill, toupee in the sideline. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> well, alongside Baron Miles, let's go to Bill toupee, Bill. It's like, oh! Do we have a backup toupee for Bill toupee? <laughs> Bill like, Toupee has been waiting for his big break, and it comes on the 35-mile-an-hour wind day. But He's a 50-year veteran. This is his first big break. <laughs> Nebraska spring game, and uh, it happened to be a, a very gusty day. Oh, God. 
Bill toupee. But that's okay. So that, that's the guitar. Is also with the so you're thudding and it's 35 mile an hour wind. So that yeah. makes it hard in a variety of fronts. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. Everybody that knows my athletic background, you know, as a quarterback in high school. But you know, I believe in establishing the run game, and even more than that, I believe in establishing the Runza game. That's an original Runza cheeseburger, some onion rings, double dipped in homemade batter little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the Runza. It's just that simple. So get out to Runza today and establish the Runza game or check out the delicious salads. you got the chicken bacon ranch salad, sweet berry chicken salad, and my personal favorite, the Southwest chicken salad. you got to get out to Runza, establish the Runza game, or get a salad. Either way, you are going to leave satisfied Runza makes it all better. I do think, I did think Adrian played well. I thought I thought he threw the ball well. He yeah. looks a step a, a step faster. Um, I, listen, you and I are gonna we are going down with the ship with that guy. Like I still think that guy is good enough. Do I do I think he's you know Justin Fields? Do I think he's you know a first round? No, but like. He's good enough to win a lot of games. He's got a good arm. He throws the like he, he can. He, he's got a pretty looking throw. I think it's always been a little bit of like touch. He always kind of sails balls, and fumbles. That's yep. two. And here's the here's my other. If I'm going to be a nitpicky, today twice he threw the ball backwards. Did you see those yes. plays? And not that it's a huge deal, but like he threw the ball away backwards twice. And I kind of thought, I just, even though it's kind of like, I think it was just, it, it, it's a spring game and it was He's sort probably of not like, serious. I just, I would like to see those sort of kind of the, those outlier plays like that. Just no more of those. Just throw agreed. it out 10 yards down the field, out of bounds. Like Logan Smothers, he, he could throw that thing away. He throws it away well. <laughs> Like, I'm going to be like, prevailing, like Best my number one about. note on Smothers. I'm like, outstanding at throwing the ball away. Like, he threw that thing away. Notes on running, not available. Notes on downfield throws, not available. Notes on pocket poise, not available. Throwing the ball out of bounds, A+. Plus. <laughs> but I'm with you. Like, those are the things. I think with Martinez, if he can – he's got to eliminate – the turnovers, and then just the bonehead, brain-dead. It's like one a game, right? One a game where it's like, what was that throw? Or what was, what were you thinking there? Or just take the sack yeah. or throw it away. The, the play like, Tom Brady doesn't make all season, he makes those one a game probably. Right, right. And it, it usually, it does something to our momentum or it just, if he gets rid of those, he holds on to the ball, I, I think, this guy can be a really good player in the Big Ten. I mean, I think like you you could make a case he's the best returning quarterback in the division. I don't want to do that because that would be jinxing him. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think he's I don't know. I'm watch I'm looking at him today. I'm like, hey, what's not to what's not to to like about this guy in terms of his skill set and all those sorts of things? But and the other thing that's gonna help him is I do think based on just one scrimmage, his wide receiver core is dramatically superior than it was a year ago. Night and day different. Night it's totally day. different. Yeah. I mean... And oh, let's start with Omar Manning because 
I think he he caught four or five passes probably, and he dropped he dropped two. The, yeah, and he dropped a deep ball, but despite the drops, you go, he got open. Yes, and and when he did catch it, you went, oh, that's gonna be hard to tackle him. It, you know, like the things that you never were worried about last year, you kind of had to go. You have to deal with that, right? And. Um, so I think he's still got a ways to go. I, I don't know, like, the fact that he dropped a couple balls today, but the fact that he was out there and he was playing every – remember I told you after the practice? Yeah. I want to see him get to the point where he's playing snap after snap. Nick, he played snap after snap. That's what you have to see with that guy to make sure it's like, okay, he's getting into the flow of this team and this right. offense. I was because that's really the first. I didn't go to the open practice, and he that was really the first real look I've ever got at him. And man, he looks good. And he's not. A, but but the thing is, he's also he looks like he's he's not just a good body that can run. He looks like he's got pretty good feel yeah. for 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 getting open and route running. And I know he dropped a few, but like he 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 looks like he's. A pretty solid wide receiver. I mean, he's, he's got to be two twenty, two thirty. He's big, dude. So I mean, he moves well for two twenty, two thirty. Yes, and that's the part where it was good to see him just you know catch some short balls. And I didn't know how fast he was, but like on that deep post, like he was he was burning for away. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So he's fast enough to run the deep balls. Um, so that that was a good, even though he had a couple of drops, doesn't matter. Like that was a good sign that he was out there. No question. And then I thought, you know, uh, Ture looks good. Had the nice catch early in the game mm-hmm. where he was. There was a safety coming in it. He didn't get start tiptoeing through tulips and start pulling up like he was going to get hit and all that. Uh, he looks like he is extremely capable. Oliver Martin looks like he is extremely capable. Yeah. Uh, Betts had just an okay day, but we've seen. Uh, we've seen his flashes last year, and you look at his build and his frame. I still want to see how good of an actual pass catcher he is. Yeah, I, I, it's weird. I, I'm surprised he was running with the twos. I don't know if that means that these other guys are kind of have kind of bested him. This it seems like those three I just named. I might be wrong. Just reading it. How can you not read it? Because we need that. We need to have a segment of reading. Read into the depth chart too much <laughs> with the bills like. Because re- just reading things today, it looks like Manning, Ture, and Martin are are ones. Team one, yeah. And then Betts. Betts is, and Falk and probably Will Nixon, Will Nixon. Are, are the backups, right? And, right. And they're all going to play. But I think it's telling that, you know, it's to me it's it's Oliver Martin – is is in that spot and Betts is not right now. Right. That's to me. I think those two were kind of going for that other spot. Um, you know, and you can throw in Manning there because I don't think Betts isn't playing the slot. Teray was, you know, Trey's slot. Nixon will play the slot, but um, I think it's it's Martin's sort of jump into that position tells me that he is doing things agree better than Betts is right now in practice. My guess is after re- seeing them play and then just reading the, the you know which teams they were on, I think Martin had a better spring than Betts did. I would I and, no doubt he has. But then I thought Will Nixon did had made a few he had the one nice one-hander on the sidelines. Uh he looks like he's a solid player. Coach's kid. Too. Coach's kid. Jamie Nance had a nice play in the second half. Uh, mm-hmm. as well. But I just think when youth 
and we've talked we talked about this after the the open practice. When you think about Manning, Ture, Martin, Betts, and then Vokalek and Austin Allen, that's a that's a pretty good little group of targets for Adrian Martinez. Especially compared to last year where it was basically was you know, it was Cade Warner, it was Falk, and then it was it was Wandale, who Wandale's a good player. But you know, like I said, Wandale is the hard part with Wandale is getting him the ball. Where right. how do you get him the ball if it's not uh, on a short throw in the slot or handed to him? Um, that was the issue with Wandale. So I, I, I was funny. I was thinking about Wandale a lot yesterday. I don't know. I think it was because Ron. I saw Rondale Moore got drafted. He's yeah, kind of Wandale. Yeah, they're tied. Yeah, we it's funny because I, I saw what Rondale, round did Rondale go? I think he was like late second, maybe. Okay, like okay. maybe in the sixties. Which, you know, people talked about him first round. I didn't think he was a first. No, I didn't I was either. actually surprised he went in the second. Because, but then you see his 2018 film, and that dude looked amazing in 2018. He was really but good. he didn't look that good to me last year. He looked like 20 pounds heavy. Right. And so that's where, uh, it's, it's funny, is, like, is, is that Wandale, or is Wandale like a fringe NFL guy? I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I think it's maybe telling today that, I didn't think about Wandale watching the spring game today. Well, because in the end, Wandale, like, Wandale had some moments, but Wandale, like, he never dominated. No. Never did. Two seasons never dominated. Right. So it's like, really, it sucks that he was our best offensive player we lost, but he never dominated. So if you don't dominate, it's like, how much do we really miss you? Like, you're not Amir Abdullah. Amir no. Abdullah dominated. Right. And that's the difference is, like – it would really hurt if you had been a guy. It's like, oh, he, we lost fifteen hundred yards receiving. It's like, no, nah, we didn't. Really. No, and so I, I don't know. I just said, given given the circumstances of the scrimmage, about the only thing you could take take away from was the passing game. Yeah, and I felt like for that first unit, I thought Martinez looked looked good. Yeah. I think he looks slimmer. We said he looks a step faster. I think that core group of targets has a lot of potential. It's a big shame that Thomas Fedoni got hurt, yeah. and if they're, Frost said they're targeting a, a mid-season return, which basically I think right now you can – I don't think you can count on that guy making any sort of impact in his, his freshman year. Yeah, what's hard with him is this is the, the trap we all fall into is like he was still a true freshman. Right. And – how much can a true freshman tight end uh, really make a difference his first year? I, I don't know. This kid was good enough he might have – but he wasn't there yet. I promise you that. Before he got hurt, he was just like getting his feet he up. Was a third, I mean, he was the third guy. Yeah. You know? He was the third guy. Uh, he was the third guy. So Up until a week ago even. So right. that's the part where it, it hurts. But I think that kid is next year and the year after. It's like yes. watch out for that kid. Right. He'll add 15 pounds and he'll be a – I mean, he'll have all the tools. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? We are all dealing with some sort of battle. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to your mental health and finding the perfect match 
for a therapist for you. Check out their website and read the testimonials of satisfied clients at betterhelp.com backslash reviews. I'm reading one right now. Uh, It says, Angeline is wonderful. She listens and makes me feel important and that my feelings and thoughts matter. I don't worry about being judged. She knows she wants to help me through this storm in my life. I thank God for her. That's one of thousands of great reviews. Visit betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com and get started today. There's a special offer for my listeners. Enter the promo code NICKBA, N-I-C-K-B-A-H-E, all one word, and you're going to get 10% off your first month. That's promo code NICKBA, N-I-C-K-B-A-H-E. It's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com. Other quarterbacks. Um... What do we think of Rachel Green, a.k.a. Heinrich Harburg? Uh, he didn't have a great day. He didn't uh, have a great day, but, but it, I don't think circumstances man. were, you know, when you're playing at the back with all backups versus, like, the one, the ones and two defense are against you, I don't know. I, I feel like it's sort of stacked to kind of, like, what what are you going to do? But I think I, I also feel like outside of Martinez, he's a more impressive-looking athlete than Masker and Logan Smothers, obviously. Like, I mean, he's got a big arm. He's a big kid. Yes. He can move. He he moves well. Size he- seventeen shoe. What? Yeah. So, so does that mean he's still going to grow? I was going to say. I mean, is this dude done? He might be one of those guys that ends up being like six seven. Because if you if you were a size seventeen, it's kind of weird to be. To not se- be how many how many size seventeeners are only six foot five? I don't know, but this guy he could he could be growing stuff. But okay, so but you had you you teased a little thought early about the quarterback. What what I guess what did what did the other quarterbacks? Did anything stand uh, to me, out to you? To me, it's like I'm I I saw that all the talent is with Harburg. I saw nothing out of the other quarterbacks that made me think they should take any of the reps from Harburg at this point as the second. That's my opinion. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I hate to I hate to do that because, you know, I've been on – I did a mailbag pod last week, and one of my first mailbag questions was, like, basically being like, does Logan Smothers bad? Why did people do it? And I told – you know, you got to yeah. calm down a little bit with that stuff. But at the same time, there is some validity to your first impressions of just how a guy jumps out at you. And I would say Logan Smothers doesn't wow me in any single thing. You know, like, he's kind of just a jack-of-all, master of none. Like, he's solid at everything, but I wouldn't say there's any, like, that one thing. You know, like, Taylor Martinez, regardless of anything else, Taylor was fucking fast. Yeah. Like, fast, right? Heinrich Harburg, regardless of anything else, the dude 6'5", a great athlete, a Big cannon arm. Like, with Smothers, it's like his size isn't great. His arm isn't great. I I was a little disappointed. I think it was Sam McEwen had touted that he was a really good runner. And I, I, I don't see a big burst with him necessarily. But a lot, but I say all that to say, I think, I think I'm with you where, to me, I would go all in on Harburg being your number two. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking right now, like, I guess because my, my earlier thought was like, if Adrian Martinez gets hurt, this whole team is in trouble. Yes. That's my first thought. And then my second thought was uh, go all in on getting Harburg ready as fast as possible because I, I think he's still – he needs a year at least. Just watch him today. He just, he's, a, he's 18 or 17 or 18. It's like right. he needs some time. 
to grow into a size 17 he shoe. He does. But seriously, like, I mean, that's where, I don't know. Well, so, okay, so based on what you're saying, because one of the big topics has been, do they go into the transfer portal and find another quarterback? I think I think you could, if you listen to this conversation, you would think the answer is yes. yes. But I also don't know, like, what quarterback wants I was, to I, come here to be the backup. Well, I, I was, I had sip on, and my analogy was, I don't know if you ever do this, sometimes, like, You'll get on Zillow, and you're like, "I want to. What can I? Okay, I'm going to go to Miami beachfront property. Here's my price <laughs> range. Here's this. Here's that. And you, you click search, and nothing pops up. Yeah. I feel like you'd go into the transfer portal and be like, I want a super talented kid wants to come here. Doesn't care that he's not going to start. He might not play. He's going to be. You know, like I feel like you would." Pu- Type all that into your filters in your search, and it would be like, it doesn't exist. Do you know who we need? We need Noah Vedral. That's it. And he just left us. And yeah. Noah Vedral was that one Zillow's hit or that one, like, he of came like, here, oh, he, he transferred here and they transferred again. Like, that's where I'm like, so I go, Gosh. you know, because, like, yeah, the, the temptation would to be would be to go into the portal and find somebody, but like, who who really is out there? So it ha- here's, the, here's the guy it'd have to be. Here's the scenario. The scenario is it's somebody that gets beat out in spring ball, and they have two or three years left, preferably two. And the person behind or that beat them out is younger than them, so it's not like they have a chance the next right, year. Because right. you need somebody like, like a Tristan Jebbia. Yes, so you got type guy. Yeah, you got to have somebody that's got to be willing to come here and sit for a year potentially. Yeah, and, and that's hard. Right. And then next year's their year or the two years and after. Here, but then here's the problem is does that does that crush? And again, I think you can, this is what would be hard about coaching. And we've talked about this before. Like, does that crush the confidence of Logan Smothers and Heinrich Harburg? Smothers for sure. Harburg's 17, 18 years old. Like he, he Yeah, you could package problem. it to Heinrich. You could say, you're sitting for a year, maybe two. Right. But for sure, we we want you to sit this year, and then because uh, you're not guaranteeing this guy a job, you're saying no. this is security on this year. But nevertheless, it does show, like, you know, I mean, it, it's if you're Logan Smothers, you can only interpret that one way, though. Oh yeah, I mean, you can only interpret that of like, okay, you know, my my girlfriend says she loves me, but she wants to go on one more date with Tommy from Tulane. Yeah, she she and- she's on Tinder. <laughs> She loves me, but she's but on she Tinder. She won't delete her Tinder account. <laughs> How much does she really she love you? She says she know? uses her Tinder account to just to make friends, just friends. I just want. I just like people. I love I a like people, people person. I love people. I'm a people, people person. person. Okay, all right. I got it. I got you on that one. Look at us talk like we know anything about Tinder. I uh, missed Tinder by, I think, a month. Yeah. I met my wife. I missed it by years. In but 2013, like, man, and I had heard about it like. Our friend was like, check this thing out. It's called Tinder. I was like, Tinder? Tinder, Tinder And I literally just... met my wife, and I never had to Tinder. Do, do kids have game anymore? Like, know how to, like, uh, like talk to girls? No, you like... don't need it. Because guess what? The girls have to message you. I don't on... understand Next, all There's that. a site that I found out about. It's called Bumble. Yes. And the girls have to message the guy first. I don't. I mean, what? Nick, how, how did the girl? Do the girls want that? 
I don't know. Because I guess I'm surprised. Like, you know the guy That strikes say? me as like a bunch of guys sitting around some room in Silicon Valley and be like, you know what would be great? That's it. Is That's if the... the girls could be the ones. It's Nick. on them to come to us. Nick, I think. How did this. Like somebody just broke the code. Like. I don't get it. When Nick, I heard about that, that app, I was like, what? It's unbelievable. The thought of as a young single guy, you go on a thing. You swipe to the girls you like, and, and the they one have, of them it's all on the that swipes you says, "Hey, would you like to get together?" And you'd say, "Yes." That's unbelievable to me. I, it's un- is, it is. It's but but at the end of the day, this would be like Scott Frost getting on Bumble or Tinder, and, and, and he says he'll swipe right, but then they have to say, "Would you like? To, I'd like to come take so a visit." I just don't. I, know, I just don't. I don't know the quarterback. It'll be interesting to see what they end up doing. Because I'm with you. I do think there is a pretty big gap between Martinez and number two. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be hard to find the right I just don't know the what right the answer person. is. I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, especially we're talking about going on Tinder, bringing in somebody. Tinder, a.k.a. Transfer Portal. Bringing in somebody. They got, they're, they're not going to get Transfer Bumble. That's what it is. <laughs> that They missed an opportunity. It shouldn't be the Transfer Portal. It should be the transfer, the Tinder transfer. transfer. <laughs> Tinder transfer. But... The, the person's going to come in. They're not going to get here till the summer or maybe even the first day of fall camp. You really think they're going to be able to like, I just don't know. It, it's one of those things that sounds like, yeah, you got to go get somebody. But then when you really think it through, I don't know how, a, how realistic of a situation it really is, but we'll see. What, whatever happened to Kenzie Milton? Did he end up playing last year? He transferred to Florida state, right? Yeah. But no, he did. But he was. I think he's transferred. Like he'll transfer and play this coming. This season. coming season. Okay. Yes. Maybe he could transfer again. I know. I mean, I was. I. I always said I was. I was in on going and getting Milton, especially because he wanted to coach. When we had and, Luke, though. So this true. is where all of our transfers. This is just our timing is never. Good. It's never good. But, I, but I'm with you. Based on Malcolm Gladwell, Blink, just looking at the kids, looking at them, I think the the if if you're the coaches, you commit to Harburg being number two. Yeah, I, I think you just have a better chance to win because Harburg could th- – he can throw the ball. Like, even today he was throwing some, like, some sideline throws and things where it's like – it just, like, the ball pops out. And I think he's a better runner than – I, I, I don't – I guess I'm, I'm – what is it that Smothers does better? I think they, Smothers was technically faster, but he didn't look faster. Than I don't think he looks that and fast to me. And he's just smaller. He's, like, six feet tall, and he's scrawny. Yeah, I, I just – to me, if I'm on quarterback tender, I'm swiping for Haney. He has a breathtaking <laughs> Okay. I'm Ron Burgundy going up to Veronica Vaughn. You have a breathtaking Haney. What did you just say? I don't know. <laughs> well, we've gotten, we're 33 minutes into this thing, and we have not gotten anywhere. Have with we anything. done any analysis? I don't know. Okay. It's hard. Okay, so what were we talking about? The quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. So transfer portal, I'd say you got to consider it, but I think it's certain. a very – it's, it's going to be a hard. It's going to be a hard to find the guy, and it's going to be hard on the younger quarterbacks. Going, what about me? You know. Yes, the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by White Castle Roofing. White Castle can handle everything from replacements to repairs, and a White Castle roofing expert can come out to your home and give you an honest assessment 
of your roof, even if that means nothing needs to be done. One of the best decisions I've made is to go with White Castle Roofing when my roof had some hail damage back in Omaha. And listen, when it comes to your roof, you don't want to mess around. You need people you can trust, and trust me, you can trust White Castle Roofing. When I had some hail damage, working with White Castle was smooth, it was easy, and most importantly, it was done right. If you're like me, way out of my element with this stuff, so I need people that communicate every step of the way from start to finish. White Castle did just that. They're all about quality. They're all about craftsmanship. The crews are knowledgeable. They care about the details, and cleanup is a top priority. And when it's all finished, the roof looks great. It's going to last for years. So whether it's for your home or your business, make the smart move and go with White Castle Roofing. Check them out. WhiteCastleRoofing.com. That's WhiteCastleRoofing.com. White Castle Roofing, built with trust, proven by time. Running backs. Let's get to because I think this is the most important takeaway from this spring game is we got to see maybe five running backs that are in so, yeah. Gabe Irvin, M- Marvin Scott, Gabe Irvin, Sevian Morrison, uh, J- Jacquez Yant, Ronald Tompkins. Am I missing anybody that, that carried the ball? Those are the main ones because that um, Ramir Johnson did not play. And Marquis then Step. Step did not play. Yes. So, I think, you know, Marquis Step is the X factor. He's played real college football at USC, um, but he's hurt. That's... That's I I don't know. What's so frustrating is I wanted to – one of the biggest question marks, if not the biggest question mark, was the running back position. They get decimated by injuries throughout spring, and then you have a thud practice in the first half, which makes it impossible to tell anything with the running backs. You learn more about, like, you know, Cooper Jewett in the second half than – Okay, so let's let's just go the second half what we saw because Yant – Irvin, Morrison, all carried the ball, and Ronald Tompkins did too. And Tompkins, I don't think Scott did. did I don't. He? I no, thought he did. He had the, he had he had a long run. Was that in the second half? Yeah, it was second half. Yeah, he did. He had a long run, and then uh, then they turned it over right away after yes. that. But yeah, he had a long run. So he did fine. He did fine. He didn't really. He didn't look like he was a blazer though. He looked kind of like average speed there. Marvin Scott looks like he's put on weight to me. Yeah, he looks big. He's a big dude. In general. Is he big? I just don't oh. remember him looking that big. He's like, he's like bodybuilder guy. He he looked bigger. To, like that's the first thing, I, first note I wrote down because he was the he was. If I'm not mistaken, he was the back with Martinez. He he came out one A. So Gabe Irvin was one B. Okay, then, so do we want to? Do you want to answer the question of which guy impressed you the most? Or you just want to go one by one. I think we gotta go. Who impressed you most? And I'm gonna. You start. Or do you want to say it at the same time on three? I think on three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. The running and we'll, okay, we're gonna go one, two, three, and then say yeah. it. Okay, the running back that impressed us the most in the 2021 spring game was one, two, three. Jackson Irvin. <laughs> oh, you're drinking the Jacquez Yacht Kool Aid? Uh, just uh... just because he broke tackles and he was legitimately not getting thudded. Uh, okay, so you might be able to convince me that Gabe Irvin's our best. I think Gabe Irvin is the best back. I think he's 10 pounds of muscle away from being, like, ready to play. Okay. The one thing I'll give Yant is he's 10 pounds. If he loses 10 pounds, he could maybe carry the it's ball. too bad we can't do, like, a transfer of pounds. Just throw you know, those. Just yeah. like... um, I thought Yant had probably the best physical run of the day. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but is Irvin that, looked is, good. Irvin hold on. Okay, let, let's stick with let's stick with Jacquez Yant. Is it Yant or Yant? Whatever. Uh, so is this because every sometimes you have those spring spring football and spring game feel good stories like Ed Little Billy had <laughs> one catch, never to be heard from again. But is this something that that translates to the fall? I think if you went to Vegas and you said who's going to touch the ball the more times this year, Gabe Irvin or Jacquez Yant, it's it's Irvin by a mile. Okay. I think Yant is just sort of he's the feel good story of the day that like he's this power runner that's a walk on from Florida that I think he's he's brought something that these other guys aren't where he's just running with authority. He's a Big, yeah. Big so mofo. I think I just enjoyed. I enjoyed his runs, and I was enjoyed it because it was the first non-thud. It. It was like yeah. fun to see someone like break, like be in a real tackle situation and break tackles. Yeah. But that's what's so frustrating about today was like if someone would have said, "What's the number one thing you want to see today?" I would have said the running backs. And but even knowing that you can't, but take- they, they didn't get to play against really the first. Or second team defenses. And that's, so what, that's what they need to see. Like, I know against good defenders, can you break a tackle? Can you outrun somebody? And we just didn't get to see it. I think that may have been more than anything. What left me frustrated is like I'm like, Dude, we got to find a running back. Yes, and you can't find it when you don't let them run. You, yes, you you cannot if they can't. Because any run between the tackles was like, I, I have no... Or even runs on the along the perimeter. Like, I have no idea. You have no idea what to make of those. Yeah, because Gabe Irvin had a couple nice, like, he felt it out and bounced it. Right? Like, I, I liked his... I think that guy's got a good feel for that, the game. I guess I'm big on that. Like, when I watch a running back, I want to see your... You know, Amir, Amir had... Amir and Rex had... Great feel in terms of being elusive, when to bounce it. Yeah. They always fell forward, all those kinds of things. And and then there's some guys that look good, but they 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 always get whatever. Like if you would pause right as the guy's getting a handoff and you see the hole in the scenario, and mathematicians extrapolated out like the average amount of yards gained on this play is Four point eight. Yeah. Certain running backs, like I feel like Tompkins, Scott, those guys strike me as like they're always going to get four point eight. They're never. But, but the more. difference yeah. between that and guys that turn four point eight into big gains or is they get ten. They get those extra, or they house it, or whatever. Yeah. Like that's there's a big difference, and I guess for me, Irvin struck me as the most capable in that. I left feeling the most impressed with Gabe Irvin today. Gabe Irvin strikes me as the guy that I would trust the most. Even though he's a freshman, I think, from my understanding, he's from like a powerhouse school in Georgia. Yes. And I don't know. I just think that I I see in him a guy that understands football. And I don't know out of those other guys I've seen anybody that just has anything that – they would tell me that they are special. I know. I get, and yeah, Sevian like, Morrison's my only question mark. I didn't get a good feel for him today. I don't know what is yet to click there, but I got the sense that he's supposed to have some of that special. Right. And I don't know what it is. It hasn't really come out yet. But he's the question mark. I think Gabe Irvin is probably the the odds-on favorite to be our future running back here. Yant is just the feel-good thunder. Uh, but good Lord, what's going to happen there? I don't know. 
Um, he's a big dude. But Sevian Morrison is the question mark of like, where's where is this guy at? You know. And, but that's so interesting because, I mean, again, the whole read into the depth chart too much here. Like Tompkins is Tompkins the was based on who got carries and who came in when was Tompkins fifth? I think he's fifth. He's Which a is knee, pretty amazing. He's like, a knee injury guy, though. He's a yeah. guy that's just, I think he had a ton of talent, and he just kept hurting his knees. So we'll see if Step can, because was there, was, there was there any other, Ramir Johnson? Ramir was, the, was out. Was out. Yeah, and he's, he's so kind Ramir of in that and Step. I, I don't know. I Because you would think that based on who was alongside Martinez, that Scott had a pretty good spring. All things considered, I think he was there because he was the only guy that made it through spring. He practiced every day. Yeah, I, I think mean, he's literally like he survived the spring and like defaulted as the starter. I think because he had reward. the one long run, but I've just never been wowed by Scott. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Like I don't think I don't like when we all these guys are fine. Again, they're you young. To, they're young and they're fine, but they haven't shown like. You know, and I think it's hard when, like, you know, the last couple of days I've been watching the NFL draft, and you just watch these guys, and you go, oh, my God, you see how fast and tough and explosive some of these players are. And it's just like we've been missing that on the offensive side of the ball Well, for I mean, years now. And did you like, hear the stat that Schick, Schick gave the a stat on the Schick and Nick pod, and then he also tweeted it out? I mean, so you probably didn't see this. When was the last – I'll ask you, trivia time. The last – First round draft pick from Nebraska that was an offensive player. Offensive player, first round draft pick. Um, oh boy, we've had a lot of defensive guys. Oh man, it's. I'm going to say it's probably. God, are we going into the nineties? Yeah, <laughs> we are. Aren't we? <laughs> Offensive guy. Oh man, who am I missing? Is it an offensive lineman? Nope. I tried that. That my guess was it was some, one of the linemen. The last offensive. Amon Green. No. LP. 1996. Lawrence Phillips. Fifth overall, right? I think fifth or sixth overall. So think about it. Nebraska wow. has not had a first round mm. offensive draft pick since 1996. Goodness, man! Isn't that amazing? Goodness. And the last first-round defensive pick was Prince in 2011, maybe? Because uh, Randy Gregory was second round, right? Yes. Randy Gregory was second round. Shoot. But yeah, right? Yeah. So a little yeah. – sorry, a little detour with trivia time. No, that's but, – but, but, but it gives you but, – but your point is well taken of, like, you watch the draft and, like, those are, those are game-changing running backs. I didn't see anybody that is a one of those guys. And and again, with the understanding that it's hard with it not being tackle and all that stuff all the way to the ground. But I mean that unfortunately, when you know, we did a spring preview or whatever, we put big question marks around the running back and about the wide receiver. With the understanding that you still gotta go do it in the fall in games. Yeah. I feel better about the wide receiver pit position today than when spring ball began and when the season ended. Great. Agreed. The running back spot, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't feel better, that's for sure. I don't know if I feel worse or I feel about the same. I'd say I feel about the same. What's hard is last year. Last year may have been worse because Mills didn't play, but Mills was our guy that we were like, well, we're good there, right? Yes. So we could feel good that we have Mills going into the season. 
he ended up not playing, but you know, three games maybe or four games. And so we kind of were manufacturing things with McCaffrey and Wandale and all that. And that was its own issue. But, um, are we better than last year at running back? And I would say, I don't know. I just don't know. Honestly, on paper, heading into the season, you can't. I mean, obviously, if we know that Mills ended up being hurt, not playing, going into the season, I don't know. I'd say almost heading into the year, I felt better about the running back situation last year than I do this year because uh, yeah. you had because at least on paper you had Mills and you knew Wandale could be an emergency guy. And Wandale plays backup running back. McCaffrey ended up taking a few snaps, and then you just were hoping one of the young guys fills in. But now it's like. I don't know this the step coming in and just being hurt. You just go. You almost go. Should we even consider him available? I don't know. That's what that's what's tough about it. So the running back situation, tough. I think it, that if we're gonna the big if there's a big takeaway, I'll probably come back to this saying like I am very uncertain about running back even after the spring game. And I don't Extremely. think I, I don't think I could say if there's any other position the team I feel that way about. I, I, it's the only position I'm like, man. And it's an important. I mean, you played defense, like I'd have to imagine going into a game. There's, it's the Grand Canyon in the difference between when you're taking on oh. an elite run. Like you know, like holy shit, it's Adrian Peterson today, yeah. or holy shit, it's whoever fill in the blank, whatever a good Big Twelve running back you took on, or it's some dude that you're like, man, this dude is got this guy. Yeah, I mean, is, I, let's see. We during my time we played against uh, who was Darren good, Sproles, yeah. uh, Adrian Peterson. A couple times, once where I was like really. I mean, he was so much better than everybody else in the field. It just. <laughs> I remember talking you, you, over the game, and you were like, "I've player. never, I've never like just better than ever, just so much better than all of us. Like everybody <laughs> in our team, everybody in their team were guys, and then there was him. And you go, yeah. I mean, you almost weren't even worried about. It. You're like, yeah, he was way better than us. Than right. He beat us. Some like, guys are so good, you're not even like you're upset not upset about it. You're, you're not even like, upset really that he just. Ran all because you you go yeah that should have happened <laughs> yeah you take a bad angle gets him that's what he does like it all makes more sense right it's when a you know like yeah like some some when, when Illinois runs for two hundred runs I'm like, yeah, like that's terrible on, who who are the Texas running backs um is there any but I'm trying I don't know if uh, what's the guy who played for Kansas City um, speedster Jamal Charles yeah okay and Charles was I I was hurt that game Charles was he was good but he. I, I, he wasn't like Adrian. I mean, Adrian's like give him the just give him the ball and get out of the way. He, Charles was more like he hit a seam on us once and took it like eighty. You know, right. But, um, but I guess, to, to, but to the point of like, you're a linebacker. There's a big difference between a guy that like is just solid and an, and a real dude back there. Oh yeah. I mean, and just, I just fear again, Nebraska's going to be walking into another season where they just they lack a real player there. But what, what hurts us is, you know, it's good that our receivers have improved. But we're still not a throwing team, in my opinion. Like, we're right. not a throw it all over the, the field like It's LSU not good was. if Martinez has to throw the ball 40, yeah. 45 times. And our receivers, like, like, don't get twisted. Like, our receivers are not, like, anywhere on, you know, close to these dudes from Alabama and stuff. Yeah. That we're just, like, you know, right. they're all getting taken the first couple rounds. Like, you know, could these guys get drafted? Like, Torrey and Manning are guys that – could someday get drafted, maybe. Right. Right? They're not 
just like all you got to do is throw it up, guys, right? So mm-hmm. that that's the difference is like we're not we're not that team right now. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. By Pella, won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple-pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. Can you be a running team without a really good game-changing running back? And that's what's that's what's hard is we found out last year is we put too much on the quarterback when we don't have confidence. And this spring has given me no more confidence with our running backs. That's the unfortunate part. Now, I think between Irvin and Morrison's step, like you can't tell me one of these guys can't become over the summer like a little bit more ready to go. I hope so, yeah. And with another fall camp, like but like I also think somebody's gotta just step up and be the guy because we got six guys that are not the guy like, or you got it, six guys that are some, somehow you have six guys and they all seem about th- yes the, the same they'd all grade right about the same if you really average things out like this six guy scholarship wins. guys that won't nobody will pull away nick that's kind of not usual there's always usually eventually one or somebody two separates better right and maybe those two are battling but it's like six guys that are kind of like Who's the guy? And so... Like, I don't even care that they, they might not be, like, all-stars. Like, we need somebody to be the guy so they can, so they can take settle enough in reps. And they can be... Yes. And then absolutely. We can give me a one and a two and get the hell out of the way. Almost. Right. And so we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, anything we're missing with the running backs? No, that's it. I'm trying to go through my notes here quick. Um... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think the, the running backs... Big concern. I mean, the, the, if you're right, if you're if you're writing down the biggest concern still existing with the team, it's that. Yes, it's, for sure. It's it's that. Anything with well, you're going to say something. No, go ahead. Uh, anything defensively didn't I, learn anything today. Okay, I didn't. I didn't really feel like I did either. But you certainly have a better sense of what you are looking at. I think when, the defense is in a pretty. I feel good, good about position. It. it still comes down to me. I think we've solidified. The defensive front, I think our linebackers are solid. I think our defensive backs are solid. I think it, we are They're I haven't experienced. Seen, I have They're... not seen a pass rusher, a natural pass rusher yet. That's the only thing holding this defense back from being a uh, pretty dang good defense. That's what, what's hard is I feel like they're, they have a – they, I feel like this defense has a ceiling because of the lack of a pass rusher. But with that said, I think their their floor is pretty high. Like, yeah. I think the defense, like, 
don't outthink yourself. I think we all have a pretty good feel of what this defense is, and I think I feel pretty good about them. They're all experienced. They've played a couple of years. They're yeah. solid at all three levels. They don't have a glaring hole outside of a pass rusher. The one thing that, that came out of post-media uh, sessions was that Frost said that Will Honus got hurt in the middle of the week in practice. He said uh, he said he was hurt this Wednesday in practice on a quote nothing play. Frost says he doesn't expect Honus to be ready for the first start of, for the start of the season, but no specifics on what happened. Well, that's he, a bummer. Yeah, that's too bad for him. You know, he's a, a kid. He had you know some he's had, sort of groin injury, and you know he probably tweaked it. I don't know. I actually have no idea. I didn't even know that, but. Um, I, the the thing about that that inside backer spot though is he was gonna he, he was he was gonna be battling Henrich and, and Reimer and this Kovalaric to stay in the field though so right. the 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 down I mean yeah it sucks it really sucks for Honus because he came back to to play and uh, it's gonna be a long road now but um, the the fortunate part is that's a position we're deep at. Very, very, yes, and he wasn't going to be the starter. Yeah. So, like you just said. Or, or maybe. He maybe, maybe was. Maybe but like. But it was not going to be easy to no, do No, no. Um, how did you feel about, because th- this, here's, uh, here's, here's the media take, or well, one of the media takes that could, could happen. You say you're going to change special teams. You say you're putting a value on it. You say you're making it important. But in the spring game, you don't do any of it. Even on the punt team, it's just a long snapper, a punter, and a punt returner, and that's it? That's lip service, man. It's lip service. That's one of the things that could come out. What, yeah. Your reaction to media take guy. I didn't even really think about it because I, I was going to fast forward through it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can understand. I mean, if you, if you want to make it an issue, it's an issue. But I, I to me, this, this – uh, Spring game was way more of a just like don't show. It, it, it seemed like it, it was get through it without any more injuries because that's the thing too. I wanted to ask you about like help me out. Frost said in middle in the middle of this week that they've had forty three guys on the injury list so far this spring. Nick, Give I, me a I, sense of like that seems like an astronomically high number. I, I don't know how to explain that. I don't know what what that is but like that seems like everybody gets is getting 43 like every running back was essentially hurt at one point this this like what what's going on i don't know because you know sometimes when there's a lot of injuries you point to strength conditioning but i actually think like duvall's doing a good job with the the guys and like and and now the hard part is okay are these 43 guys all on freaky like sometimes Sometimes, you know, you just have like a freak weird situation or whatever. But like, I don't know. That's that's a little it's a little alarming. A lot of guys getting hurt. I don't know. That's odd. And and again, now and I don't want to. There's the old line that every coach would give you. There's a big difference between being hurt and being injured. I'm cut from the cloth of you play hurt. You even practice yeah. hurt. I don't know that that's the case with the modern athlete, Nick. I just don't. I mean, I was, and I think you're like, I was so terrified at all times and paranoid of losing my 
spot and my position and my minutes and my role and my everything that I was terrified to miss one day. I think in college, I, I broke my arm. I broke my arm at the very end of my sophomore season. And then I was out most of the, I practice like, you know, I was in, you know, like I just do individual drills, but like I, then I, I don't think I missed a practice maybe until senior year where I got hurt again, but like it was, you know, in a game where you like tear, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you can't play like you don't, Oh, I hurt myself. I come out for three plays and then I go back in and then I hurt myself. And I, like I, there's a lot of that. And that's one of my big pet peeves. It's like, if you're hurt, you, like if you're injured, you're out. Right. For multiple it, games usually or the season. And you don't practice when you're injured, but when you're hurt, you practice, you play, and you get through it. Like and I just And I, I mean, just don't know if that know. and at the same time I also we're a little bit we're still from the the Stone Age mindset of like yeah. you know, two two a days, three hours each practice, hitting the whole time. We're from that era, and that's kind of stupid. Yeah. But I think there's also like there's a balance of overthinking and overdoing the you know, the load management. We're kind of in this load management era. Yeah, we are. And, and there's a balance there. Like, I don't know, if I'm a running back, like, man, that you talk about a job that is for the taking, like we just talked about. Like, if you can practice, you better get your ass out there and practice. I think like for those running backs, it's like all the little, just the extra reps you get with pass protection and, you know, getting your feel for where the holes are going to be, right. the speed, you know, all those things. Like when you get enough of those reps, it just starts getting easier where you're just, you're not so frantic. And, uh, and I think I, I just didn't see anybody that is, is taking that job right now. No. And so I don't know the injuries thing. I wrote that down. I wanted, I knew I wanted to ask you about that. That just was like, that's just 43. I, I'm not, I've never, I obviously didn't play college football and I don't like, I, that seems like a high number, but I wanted to ask you like, that it, seems like if in fall camp, that trend continues, then you got to start looking around and go, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. I'd say until, unless it becomes like a, a trend where it right. happens like in the fall camp, it might've just been a fluke. Who knows? Uh, any, anything else? I mean, I know we spent the reality is guys, listeners, like, there's not a lot like when it's when it's they're not tackling, it makes it hard, it's and then it's a spring game. It's like, quarterbacks, running backs, receivers in a essentially no contact spring game, and that's what we talked about. That and that's that was the key. That's really what we wanted to learn today, right. and I think we 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 got a better feel for right. the receivers. Feel good, yes. Feel Adrian, good. feel good. Backing up, Adrian. Yeah, we're not sure where we're at though. I'd we like to the hiney. You could, you like the hiney. I like his hiney. <laughs> like I'd commit hiney. to the hiney. And then running back, still a giant question mark. The running back situation is our spring game big takeaway. I think. Is yeah. Like what is going to happen there? Uh, it was cool to see. I think the what, official tennis was thirty six thousand four hundred or something like that. God. Man, it was good to see. Because uh, I'm with you. Like, I had the juices go. Like, when I sat down to watch it, I was, like, pumped, you know? It was great to see people in the stands, see football. Like, it, it'll be interesting to see what that capacity looks like. Because uh, there's a lot of big home games, Yeah, you know? So, obviously, the, the people got to be back in there and making that place rocking. But So, I guess the next big thing is going to be transfer portal and recruiting to finish out. Because, I mean, 
they this is the big recruiting swing now. This part of uh, summer, it's like June, they always try to get people in June. Yeah, and then there's going to be they're going to take some transfers, whether it's quarterback yep. or wherever. Nick, let me ask you this: Do you take another running back? I I was I know I didn't want to go there, but like I, I'm just saying, like this this step kid, like I mean, I know that he it's kind of a slap in the face to him, but like he's hurt. Right, they need a running back, and you didn't play in spring. Yeah, so, it's almost like, like if you got a, a running back that's got one year left, and I mean, I think you if you got a running back or receiver, I'd take another receiver. I'd take a pass rusher. I'd take, I mean, and then you got to consider quarterback if, um, if you don't think Harburg is going to be ready to back up, because you can continue to make massive steps too. You know, haven't gone through spring, but like he's got to be feeling much better he'll about going things. to fall camp, and he'll get another thousand throws, right? right. You know, he's going to get some reps in fall camp. So this is so much better that he's not going in as like a true freshman. So, but you still have to be real with yourself. You'll know, like, hey, this dude's got it, but he needs another year. Right. If that's the case. Maybe it's the transfer portal. All in all, I mean, I think it was a if you putting a bow on spring, like. It was a good spring. It was a good spring. Um, again, wide receiver question got answered a little bit. Martinez looks like he's he had a good spring. He looks better. Uh, defense, you feel good about it? I think the fact that we're not talking about the offense and defensive lines is a great thing. I, isn't that amazing? Like it's That was the number one thing two years ago two or three years ago was the trenches like we'd all sit and go nothing matters to tell the trenches nothing matters until the trenches you and know we don't even talk about it's what's good amazing, we don't even talk about the trenches or eric chenander nope and that's good nick that's I mean, a that's, good thing yes those are great things that's that after year one we were like we can't win with if, if our defense doesn't get shorn up and these it, our games in the trenches like are comparable to wisconsin to Iowa, right? To Minnesota, and the fact that we don't talk about the trenches tells you we are we are looking Getting there. We are looking right there. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, we're at about an hour. Do you need to go back into the jungle, back to your house? And man's got diapers to change, things oh, to do. Oh man. Okay. I promised we'd be quick and efficient with you. I think we kind of were. Uh, I got an email from someone that said you're doing a, you're doing your listener is a disservice that you don't do a wine pod every week with Bo. And he's probably right. Why don't we do it then? Do we need to commit to basically one wine pod a week? I think so. I'd be down for it. Uh, my it baby. It could be good for you. It'd be to, good for my brain. My baby would approve. So I'll commit. And you know what? We can take, again, this equipment is mobile. I can come to you. I think it'd be best that I come here. <laughs> you maybe need to get out. Sometimes you just got to get out of. It feels good to get out of yeah, the house. It does. A bit. It, does. it does. Okay. Well, we'll try to take that listener's advice. I mean, it's, he's he is ruining. Or he he's right. We're ruining people's experiences by not. They want having it. A, they want it. We'll give get it to enough him. of it. Okay. We'll go back home, change some diapers, and uh, we'll do it. We'll fire up a wine pot soon. Love it. Love it. All right, my thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Huda Media Production.